Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Now, Rabbitohs v the Dragons. Thoughts on this game? Um, yeah, good game. I just thought um, Dragons just look, looked very flat there. I thought there was a moment in that game where Lomax went through and he, and he could have found, I think it was Jack Bird on the inside, and he mistimed that pass. I, I, I think if he would have landed that pass, the momentum sort of would have changed in this game. But South Sydney, Damian Cook just dominated them for the first 30 minutes or so. He was unreal. I don't think either of these teams played overly well, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, South lost. Latrell Mitchell is going to be out for eight weeks or so, which is disappointing for them. But I thought they looked pretty good when um, Taff came on the field. Uh, we'll, I think we'll, we'll go. We'll go Dragons first. Let's go Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, I was having a look at, at some of their numbers, and Ben Hunt touched the ball eighty times the other mm. night. That's the most touches by a player this season that isn't a hooker. Yeah, wow. Like, that's pretty crazy. Like, we, we speak about sometimes Manly get a little bit predictable because everything goes through DCE. Yeah. I was, I was starting to think St. George looked a little bit like that. I thought that when um, Amon jumped on the field, he looked really good. Personally, I'd be moving him back to six. Whether Hook does or not, God knows. But I just don't think Jack Bird's – I love Birdie, but I don't think he's the answer at six. Mm. What about you, Matty? Thoughts on the Dragons? I thought Matt Figar – is it Matt Figar or Max Figar? Oh, he's so fucking Matt good. Matt Figar, yeah. He – um. He was in my team of the week initially and then yep. just got pipped out. But yeah, he's he, so he was, fucking sharp, man. He's so sharp. I'm such a fan. He was awesome. And they've like people like Lomax, like Lomax could play Origin if if a, if a spot opens up. And I think he's probably the know. front runner right now. We'll talk well, about Latrell being out, but I think Lomax, because Freddie has such big raps on him, probably him and Campbell Graham and Crichton are battling at the moment. Well, those are three guys that have been in the squad over the last yeah. year. So I thought the Dragons were all right in the first half. Like, they, they held onto the ball. They kind of fell away a bit in the second half. Mm. I thought they were all right. I, I think my biggest concern, or I think that the biggest issue at the Dragons is, is Hook has assembled a squad to play a certain way, and they're not playing like that. Mm. So is Hook, Hook has assembled a team that is gritty, that's grindy, that's going to complete at a high rate, and just pressure you out of games get used Ben Hunt's kicking game and I think that 
that's a huge reason for maybe bringing in those older guys and dropping the younger guys because he he feels that he's going to use experience to, to to win games and it doesn't seem like the dragons are playing that style of footy they're not really playing a very high completion get through your sets kick into the corner defend crazy which is you know what hook loves it's very simple you know simple honest footy uh and so when you assemble a certain roster and then they i guess they're not playing like that they're uh, they're trying to you know score points in kind of flashy to a degree sometimes and that's not really what as a whole team that they are and so that's where i feel like they're struggling a bit is to trying to find where their identity is are they a gritty grindy side or are they a flashy side so uh yeah with hook i i understand his reasoning for the dropping of amone and uh sloan you know he said that they're both you know rookies and there's just some things they need to work on in their game now unless hook is implying that maybe physically they were struggling a bit with the contact or he means actually need to work on skill set in their game i just believe personally that the Dragons, like a lot of other teams, they're not going to win the comp. So why not build for the future? Mm. Why not keep Sloan in there? Just pour confidence on him. Don't allow him to get bogged down in the negativity. Keep a moan in there. Uh, kind of similar to what the Panthers did. Just just stick with this young crew and build around it. Uh, that's that's probably the direction I would take. But the issue with that for Hook is, is that he needs to win games now. Otherwise, you know, he's, he's, he extended for one year, but, you know, no one's safe in footy. And so it's very easy for us to say, have a youth policy when we're not the ones that jobs are on the yeah. line, you know? Uh, but I, I just don't... I didn't think Sloan was playing that bad. That's what I'm not Neither getting. Neither did I. Yeah. Did, what did, what did, did you think Sloan was... I, I couldn't believe he got dropped. And then I couldn't believe that he didn't get picked for the game against South. As a South fan, I breathe a heavy sigh of relief. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just think like they're more likely to score points when he's on the field. Like they they didn't look threatening to yeah. me on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Him. And he brings the threat. He brings the threat. Th- think about someone like Lockie Ellis who had a pretty bad game in round two, but they they stuck with him. Yep. And now look at him. Absolutely, absolutely. And as much as you say like they didn't look threatening, after they scored, after Mbai scored, the score was ten to six. Like yeah, there was only yeah. four points in it. Crazy. Like, there was a game of football on. And then, what is it? Yeah, within like two or three minutes, they conceded to try to Campbell Graham, and you're back just South Sydney, just just going through the gears, kicking the corners. And they actually had more line breaks um, than South Sydney. Um, yeah, it's uh, more kick return meters, more tackle breaks, uh, less post contact, less run meters. They just made way too many errors in the second half. Yeah, exactly. So they they completed at at sixty seven percent. And, and that's where I believe that Hook has designed a team to be an 80% completion team where they just grind you out of the game. And if they complete at 85% in this game, I actually think they win it. They were well and truly in it. They win it. it. Yeah, it's 24-12. Sure. Yep. I, I think if they complete at 85%, they win it because, like, Rabbitohs were dropping the ball left, right and centre. It was a messy, messy game. Um, the problem is, is that you're, again, we spoke about it last week, they are no closer to the answers to the their questions going forward. Like, what's their plan going forward at the moment, really? Like, yeah, okay, it's to bring the young guys through eventually, but at the moment, Sloan's sitting in reserve grade, Amone's coming off the bench. Like, yeah, I, I just I would be bringing Sloan back in, bringing Amone back in. They've learnt their lesson. I'm sure they're going to be desperate to play really well and going forward because they've actually gotten worse since they were dropped. 
Yeah, and the, they've gotten worse. I mean, we, we spoke about at the start of the season. We had the argument where I would have played Bud Sullivan at fourteen. You said, "Oh, there's no point playing him at hooker." He's now playing a moan at hooker. Yeah, that's when great. he came on the field. Like it's just, it's yeah, just I backwards. I don't, it, I don't know. I don't know what Amon gains with that. Amon had one play where he got it off an offload, and he skipped along, and he set up a try in the last minute. Like, yeah. I, I just, I can't understand why he is not playing six, or why at least one of them isn't playing six or fullback. It just when they're that good, they're that good. They're and that also, good. Just back them in. It's yeah. going to take time. Back them in. Though. Give them confidence. And I, as you said at the start, it's easy for us to say, and I get that, but. Club's going to lose them if they keep doing this. I think. Yeah, I, I I agree. And on top of that, look look at the results without them. Like, isn't that a clear indication that that that's, it was the wrong call? Like, yeah. whatever deficiencies that you saw in their game, they clearly weren't so much. Like, the, you, the team's gotten worse. So, like, they may have deficiencies in their game, but they're still a net positive for your side. Uh, so, yeah, really interesting. Now, again, maybe Hook is implying like. Physically, they were struggling with the mm-hmm. contact week in, week out of playing 80 minutes in first grade. Sloan is a you know a relatively smaller body, obviously, and Moan is also. But I, I don't think they were. like Again, I thought Sloan was doing okay. I mean, for, especially the first couple of rounds, I thought he was great. Um, so, yeah, tough. T- I'm not sure what the answer is after the Dragons, but I am getting a bit concerned about the direction of their season. And I just, you know, if, if what you said is right about Moan, which it might be, play him at six in reserve grade. Yeah. No, I agree, and and I've spoken about yeah, it before. Yeah, this is exactly yeah. what you've said, yeah, and you've yeah. convinced me around on it. Yeah, it's 100%. so important. It's the better way to go, and it's, yeah. yeah, I don't know. They're just very confusing to work out. I think Hook has to, it's not a bad thing, but I think he has to fall on his sword here and go, yep, probably got this one wrong. Yeah. We're not. We're going nowhere fast without them. I might as well put them in and let them get the experience that they should yeah. have. And, and, like, the crazy thing is, is how many, like, let's say they come out next week and they, they get the win. That still isn't sufficient evidence to be like we're a better side without a moment no. it's going to take a few weeks and then you've taken their four weeks out of first grade so yeah i personally i would be falling on my sword and just bringing them back in and saying boys like this is how cutthroat first grade is hope you've learned your lessons and we because i think they'd bring a lot of energy into the side too like the boys would get around it um but hook knows more than we know so there must there, he must be seeing something that we're not seeing because he wouldn't just make he's not making decisions for the fun of it you know he's making it because he thinks it's the right decision so hopefully they can turn it around because dragons were my smoky initially they've probably fallen out of my smoky category at the yeah, moment same. yeah um which is unfortunate um because ben hunt is trying his dick off his yeah, absolute yeah. dick off um but yeah it's it's tough uh now onto the the rabbitos uh Lachlan Elias is playing outstanding. Yeah, he uh, he finished that game with one try assist, which was at the back end of the game, but he took the run that, that broke the Dragons' line down. Mm. Colin Montungi picked it up from dummy half. He scored. I know and he had not. a try disallowed as well, like uh, a try assist disallowed. Yeah, like uh, f- f- for me, the way that I look at footy, he pretty much had three try assists in that game. Yeah. He had a hand in all of their tries. And, you know, it's a really good example of what happens when you just stick with halves, you back them in. Like Ilias, Amon, they're the same guys they were six weeks ago in preseason when you said, this is my guy. Yeah. Oh. I just, you know, yeah. Oh, I think Ilias is a great example of what happens when you stick with young halves that are obviously talented. They wouldn't be there in the first place if they weren't talented. It just takes time. He's improving incredibly well. And, you know, the thing is that Cody Walker isn't reaching the heights that he was last year. He's still playing good footy. And Ilias is just coming more and more into his game. And yep. it's going to be better for Cody Walker in South Sydney in the long run. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really not understanding, like, when I was listening to the game, and obviously commentators, it's, it's absolutely their opinion. Um, you know, that's their job. It's literally their job to give it their opinion. So respect to that. I would respectfully disagree. I don't agree with this. They were very uh, vocal about how poor Walker's been. Then there's articles coming out saying, you know, the Walker problem. Um, I'm really surprised with that because although Cody Walker isn't at the heights that he was last year, at the end of the day, the Rabbitohs, in my opinion, look a lot better than we, what we thought they would. And I think he's been okay. Like, I don't think it's... Cody Walker, to me, is not a problem with the Rabbitohs right now. Whereas, I think externally, are you getting that noise that... that no, As a fan? if we were none in five, then maybe. But Souths are going all right, and Cody Walker. If Cody Walker's not playing at his best, and they're going all right, then that's a that's only a good thing, right? He's not playing terribly. That's the thing. No, definitely not. Um, so I don't I don't understand people saying that there's a Walker problem. That's surprising to me. It's very surprising. If I said to you the team that loses Wayne Bennett as their coach and uses one of the best halfbacks of this generation opens the season with games against Melbourne, Roosters and Penrith and their record is two and three. Yeah. How is that a disappointment? Yeah, and once the game against Storm was a point loss. Point in it. And they then, or they also had to play Brisbane round one at Brisbane. Like, Cody, Cody Walker broke records last year. Like, surely we can't expect him to, to do that again. I, I, think, I think that... You have to put it in the context of things too. Like he has to play differently. He has a different seven. Mm. And, and Ilias can't shine unless Walker allows him to shine. Because if Walker wanted to, he could be like, oi, Ilias, fucking take a step back, give me the ball. But he's allowing Ilias to do his thing. It, you, your, halves, your, your halves are never by themselves. Any good halves combination, it's all about that combination. And there's a reason why Ilias is doing so well. A lot of it is because of his own talent and his own hard work. But also a lot of it is Cody Walker's guidance and his help on the field. So I think they're doing fantastic. And I actually have Ilias and Walker and the Rabbitohs, I think they're far farther along than what I thought they would be at this time. And you also look, obviously Cody Walker's working on his combination with Ilias inside him. He's also working out his new left centre combo. Yeah, He's lost Dane Gagai, one of the best centres of this generation. We spoke about it a lot in the first few weeks that they were a centimetre or two off scoring a number of tries. If you had Gagai at left centre... Could be different. He swallows more of those balls yeah. than what Paulo and Tane Milne have. All of a sudden, Walker's got two tries next to his name. Yeah, they're four and one. It's a completely different story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, just quickly on Lachlan Elias, uh, mate, he has been outstanding, outstanding. And you know, obviously Reynolds is much established and and a great player, but right now Elias is delivering on that risk that they took. I believe that although it would probably have been better to have Reynolds there and Elias come through, they made the decision for let Reynolds go. I think Elias has delivered his promise at, at the moment. Like, yes, he had one, one, or, one and a half rough games or whatever. Outside of that, he's been nearly the best half on the field in every other game he's played. If your rookie half has one and a bit rough games against some of the best teams in the competition. Yeah. Yep. In his second and third about? game. In his yeah, second or third game. Yep. Yeah. I think he's been amazing. And so, Demetrio, uh, Jason Demetrio, he deserves a massive rap for how he's helped develop this young kid and backing him in, giving him confidence. This other decision, though, I think is extremely surprising. So, Latrell Mitchell has been ruled out for eight weeks. Now, on the game, they brought Tafe on the bench, Blake Taff, on the bench as a 14. So the implication there was we are concerned that Latrell won't get through the match. Yep. Now, apologies. If that's not the reason why Blake was on the bench, then I, I take everything I'm about to say back. 
But if it is the reason because you were a bit worried that Latrell couldn't get through the game, why did they play Latrell if he had a niggling injury when he's your superstar and you've got a guy like Taft that can do the job? And now he's out for eight weeks, whereas if you had to rest him for a week, he would have been most likely sweet. Because, Matt, I'm pretty sure, thinking back to last week, you had him on your extended bench last week, didn't yeah, you? He came so he was available to be selected yeah. last week. He yeah. wasn't. He was chosen in the 17 this week. I think Havili came out for him. Um, sorry, the writing on the wall says that they were worried about Latrell, doesn't it? We could be wrong, but... Yeah. Uh, it's, it seems that way. It yeah. seems they were worried. And I just... Sometimes you have to tell a player... Because Latrell would have wanted to play. We all know that. But I think that the coaching staff probably should have stepped in and said, Trell, if, if you have a niggly injury, you should not play. You should not play. Just for clarity, we do understand that his niggly injury was the knee. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And he did his hammy. Like, I'm, I'm like, we don't want people to say that, oh, they're different injuries. Like, we understand that they, they, he did his hammy and that had nothing to do with his knee injury. Yeah, no, I understand that, but yeah. but like the hammy can happen from unbalanced. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm just trying yeah, to, yeah. Oh, just yeah, yeah. We're just not saying that. Like, if he had a fucking strained hammy, there's no way he would have played. Yeah. Um, but I just think with Trell, like, if he is has a niggly injury and you're concerned, he's not going to make the 80. I oh, just pull him out this early in the year. Um, now, maybe the knee didn't contribute to the hammy, but it's the, it's the whole. He's got a niggly injury. Just keep him out. Just yeah. keep him out. He's your Ferrari. He's absolutely a Ferrari. Um, now maybe. Maybe in Demetrio's defence, maybe the physio said there is no effect. Like, there won't, like, it's just a knee. <clears throat> it's not going to get any worse. Like, it's not going to get hurt or damaged. That could have been, that could happen because there are certain injuries that can't get worse. It's just like pain management. Yep. Um, so maybe it was a freak accident. Um, but it did seem odd that if that is the case, then why, if it, if, if it can't get any worse, why carry Taff on the bench? But anyway, regardless of that, uh, it's easy for us to judge in hindsight. Going into the game, you're trying to win matches. You've, you've only won one game so far. Uh, Latrell would have been pushing to play, pushing to play, and you would have trusted your player. I think, but I do think Dimitri probably will learn from this and be like, you know what, if I've got a gut feeling that someone's got a niggly, I'm just going to pull him out. Yeah. I'm just going to pull him out. I'd say the other thing about this, obviously losing Latrell is a massive loss. Taff will come in and play fullback. I think this will actually help Ilias a little bit because mm. him and Taff have played a lot, a lot of, of footy, footy together. Yeah. You like you saw you saw in the first you know in that first game they went for a chip over the top together. They've they've won a grand final together in Premier League together. So yeah, as as silver lining is that I think it'll actually help the development of Ilias mm. to move along yeah. even faster. Yep. Having his mate out there, they they know each other's game inside out. Mm. So little silver lining sucks you lose Latrell, no doubt about it. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching Taff and Ilias over mm. the next few weeks. And, and we have to remember, Demetrio is in his first year of rugby. Like, yep. we have to give him raps. Yeah. Because, like, we all believe that the, the Rabbitohs are further along than we thought. And Demetrio is in his first year as well. And so, uh, massive raps to him. Like, he's got those boys playing 
in patches, nearly as good as last year. And I think also credit to him. You know, he went with Jackson Paul at left centre. He's accepted three weeks in. That was the wrong call. I need to make changes. Yeah, I need to sure. move off my thoughts. So, full credit to him. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. Like, Jackson, he was bullish on the Paulo thing. Yep. Realised it wasn't working. Made a change. Now, Milne, did he play there this weekend? Tane yeah, Milne? Yeah. yeah, he yeah. did all right. He did all right. Yeah. And he went really well the week before. I know he moved to the wing and he was centre or whatever. But, uh, yeah, credit to Dimitro. I, I, I actually think he's... Outside of the little, you know, little jabs from the journos and that. But since then, he's, you'd have to give him a fucking a solid score. I really believe that. I really <laughs> believe it. By some form of miracle, it's had a positive influence on Elias. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Might be unrelated, but yeah. he's no. playing good footy. Look, I think Dimitro deserves raps. I, abs- I really do. He's a rookie coach in his first year as a head coach. He got handed a fucking ticking bomb that yep. could either explode and win you a, a bunch of games or explode and absolutely destroy everything around you like honestly and he's handled it really well so massive um, congratulations to Dimitro for the way he's handled this and I think the Rabbitohs yes devastating loss for Trell to be out um, and you know in a perfect world if you've got a niggly I'd reckon just don't don't play especially like look if it's a if it's a battler forward yeah you can play it but if it's a Ferrari like Trell I reckon, mate, just, just come off. Especially when you've got a Taft there who filled yeah. in for him last year. He wasn't as good at him, but he was pretty damn good. You got to a grand final with him. Yeah, he can sure. play. I reckon you throw a chill in. Now, and again, uh, sorry, Taft in there. Now, maybe the knee had nothing to do with the hammy and there was no reason what – like maybe there's no connection whatsoever and it's a freak accident. And so you can't blame, you know, any decisions. It's just a freak accident. So that, that is a real possibility. Um, but I, I just reckon as a young, like, coach – probably going forward, if your Ferraris have niggles, just to, in, it's early in the season, round four or five, I reckon you just keep them off. I personally would anyway. It's a good time to learn the lesson, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Rabbitohs, look, got, they got the win. Um, Jeez, their good. back row's looking good. Yeah, oh, Keon's fantastic. Arrow, Keon, Murray, they're just, they're right up there with the best in the comp at the moment. Yeah, Keon's just come leaps and bounds, man. Yeah. You know, like, I props to him, like, Jaden Silver kind of came through and we thought he would be their guy. And then Keon's come out of nowhere and, and he's become their guy. Uh, obviously, two very different players, but Keon has just come leaps and bounds, man. He's he's a problem on that edge. He's uh, tough to defend. Oh, I, I think him getting that call up to that Blues squad last year, mm. that has just taken him to another level since yep. then. He's come back with so much confidence. He swapped sides this year. He's, he's on the other side, which I, I think has helped him personally. He looks unreal. Looks so good. Um, and he's had multiple games where he's really impacted the game. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 